You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. That was Colorado head coach Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, telling us that Santa does not have time to enjoy his cookies. It's not necessarily something I thought about when thinking of Santa Claus, but that perspective, that life lesson, Aaron, I know I will take with me going forward. Yeah, you know, he's got business to take care of. Santa's got to get to the next house. Dion's got to get to the next game. <laughs> no time to sit around and enjoy and eat those cookies. Maybe after the season. <laughs> Not even giving himself the 24-hour rule. We always hear about the 24-hour rule, especially with the NFL, the way the schedule is, or college football. But uh, no, he's not even giving himself that right now. But let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, not not time for victory laps? Really? Really? Paul put that in the chat? That's all he does after these games. He takes his victory laps right then and there. So, like, I guess it's a midweek conversation that he doesn't have time for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, if we asked him this, like, Saturday night uh, after – or Saturday afternoon after his win over Colorado State, oh, you better believe that he's still, you know – keeping his receipts and all sorts of stuff. And so uh-huh. that's when he gets to enjoy the gingerbread cookies. It's just not on Wednesday when he's prepping for uh, the next game, even though he's a massive favorite against Colorado State. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, CSU head coach Jay Norvell uh, took shot at uh, Coach Prime here, uh, saying, I sat down with ESPN today, took my hat off, took my glasses off, and I said, when I talk to grownups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. Oh, my oh God. Colorado of by all 50. Things, of all things, that's what you, yeah, they're going to try and run it up. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Alt lines. Like, like you you yeah. might want to. <laughs> that is, yep. That's of all things to get upset to be to be offended by that come on because yeah, the hat right. and the sunglasses please what what year is this get out of here right. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's even that old all things considered but anyway okay yeah. nfl contest picks so we pick five games against the spread Uh, that we like the most, and then share them with the rest of the world. And hopefully all five hits, and you're closer to millions and millions of dollars. So I will go ahead and uh, kick things off here. And let's start with uh, Chargers minus three against the Titans. And I get that Tennessee does have a scrappy defense, but the conservative game plan we saw from the Chargers sticking to the ground game, shorter average depth of target, 
nonsense, baloney. They're not going to do that. They do want to throw it deep, uh, especially with whatever uh, Austin Eckler's uh, status is. So to me, that means that the Chargers are going to air it out more. That will be a good thing against the Titans. So give me Chargers minus three. Next, Texans plus one against the Colts. To me, the wrong team is favored here. Anthony Richardson wasn't on the injury report, but is that knee going to be a question mark? So that's going to be a big deal here. Colts offensive line is also banged up, so the protection is going to be a problem. So I think that Texans defense could very well feast, especially with Will Anderson as the focal point. Number three, Seahawks plus five and a half against the Lions. Geno Smith, second highest success rate on quarterbacks in week one. I get the injuries are mounting, but just make it a quick game. Just, you know, get rid of the ball in less than two and a half seconds. And I think if you do that enough times, you can at least keep it close against Detroit. Number four, hold your nose for this one, guys. Hold your nose. Cardinals plus five and a half against the Giants. New York may have the worst offensive line in all of the National Football League. We saw Micah Parsons do whatever he wanted, even when double teamed. I think that's a sign that Daniel Jones will not get a whole lot of pass protection. And look, this Cardinals pass rush against Sam Howell last week wasn't bad. Wasn't bad at all. They may be able to feast against Daniel Jones and, and at least keep this game close. So I like the Cardinals to cover that one. And then finally, Denver minus three and a half versus the Commanders. I think Denver wow. has a better offense than you might think. And I do feel like, you know, home field advantage can be helpful here. I wouldn't put too much stock into it. But now after that game against the Cardinals, I have Sam Howell questions and if this game turns into a shootout, which I don't expect it to because the Broncos, uh, you know, Greg Dulcich, uh, you know, his status isn't good. So, yeah, they might be running out of weapons in Denver. But if it is a shootout, you trust Sean Payton more in that situation. So give me Denver at minus three and a half. Uh, let's see. Joe, why don't you uh, go next? All right. Very good. Uh an in interesting list and the list that I'm going to give out. Well, first off, people that listened to our contest segment last year, we did it on Fridays. So try to get this out there on Thursdays. And it doesn't mean we are dead set. We are 100% in on this for lightning bets on Friday or, or final picks for the weekend, but just how we're feeling right now. And like usual, I'm at six, seven sh that I feel good about and trying to pick out those. So uh, I'll, I'll also mention the ones that I was very, very close on. All right. I'm going with Atlanta. I have Ritter questions just like everybody else. After uh, what we saw this week, I wonder if Arthur Smith trusts a guy. He had the lowest ADOT. It was uh, shorter than Justin Fields, not pushing the ball down at all. But something I keep coming back to is just the mismatch uh, that we're going to see with the Falcons run game, scheming that up using both both Bijan and Algier, which which I like to see because because after what Algier did last year, he deserved to get more time. It certainly looks like he's going to be getting plenty of run this season. And for years now, the Packers have struggled to stop the run. There's a big difference, Bears matchup wise, just the Bears offense. Luke Getze against Arthur Smith calling plays. I don't want to overreact to an impressive Packers win, an impressive final score against the Bears. And plus, Aaron Jones did not practice yesterday. We'll see if he returns from the hammy later on in his career. I don't know that he's going to be ready. Uh, Christian Watson still not practicing. 
number one receiver for the Packers. Didn't matter against the Bears, but I think it will matter against the Falcons. I think the Falcons should be favored. Wrong team favored here. I like them to win at home. They are plus one. Ah, uh, damn. They had to give us Chiefs three and a half, didn't they? They didn't want to give us the three because they knew everybody will be would be on it. Well, I'm on it. I'm on it. Andy Reid, extra time to prepare, coming off the loss. Didn't have your biggest playmaker on offense or defense, and it looks like you're going to have both Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones on the field. Uh, Jaguars, I have questions about the offensive line, potentially a cluster injury situation. On the Jaguars' defense, Josh Allen was unbelievable, unbelievable. Ed was pumping him up in the preseason, and that looks really good after one game. But um, get right spot. We've seen it so many times. When you can get the Chiefs and Mahomes at a short number like this, you just take it, and it's been profitable. Uh, I'm going to back the Chiefs, even though I wish I was getting three. It's at three and a half. Speaking of bounce-back spots, we're going to see it in a divisional matchup. This is not budging off the three and a half. I was hoping another situation where we'd get the three, but we did not. I was not all that impressed with the Ravens. Give me the Bengals. I'm worried about the the calf, but we're not going to see that again. And they have a history in this specific matchup of taking care of the Ravens. Jamar Chase primed for a big performance as long as Burrow's all right. I'm okay laying three and a half with the Bengals. Uh, big number game where I'm going to take the underdog. Yeah, everyone's freaking out about Zach Wilson. I don't think it's going to be the Jets feeling sorry for themselves. I think they're going to ride the wave of the big win on Monday night into this game against the Cowboys, and you're giving me nine and a half points. Maybe this thing gets to 10, but getting nine and a half, yeah, everyone's super high on the Cowboys, and they should be after that win, but that's not going to be a repeat performance. I'm worried about the Cowboys' pass rush going up against the Jets but the Jets will do enough. They're going to run the ball more and play defense. That's why this total is only 39. So I think a low total game, high point spread, give me the dog in the Jets. And the other one I'm going to give out is uh, the market going against me, and it seems like they're worried about O-line issues. Sunday night football, Patriots at home. We're getting three points. I was impressed with Mac Jones against the Eagles secondary. I liked how the Patriots' defense really played. They only gave up nine points to the Eagles' offense after the first quarter on Sunday. Like that, They showed me something. And everyone's sky high on the Dolphins, and that's fair. I'm big on the Dolphins, too. But Patriots' divisional matchup at home, getting three points— I think they learned that they can't they can't do the Zeke thing much <laughs> because they stopped doing that after early on. So give me uh, New England plus three. Atlanta, KC, Cincinnati, New York Jets, New England Patriots. Close ones that maybe I'd land on. And I agree with you on Seattle plus five and a half. I do want to see the state of the offensive line on the final injury report. And... Um, I think we're in disagreement. This is a lean, but we're in disagreement on Washington, Denver. Uh, I, yeah, and I was really mad at Washington too, but I think they're going to figure a few things out. They'll have a better performance. Uh, getting three in the hook, I, I would only consider that side. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. 
When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Love it. All right, I'm going to kick things off. Number one, Browns minus two and a half over the Steelers. Didn't absolutely love what I saw from Deshaun Watson in week one, but I think there is some upside there. He's got a new offensive coordinator in Bill Musgrave, and I just think this team will continue to get better. I'm a little bit more down on the Steelers. Hey, listen, Kenny Pickett, phenomenal preseason. Is he the answer? He didn't look like it last week. So I like the Browns minus two and a half. My second pick going up against Joe here. I like what I saw from Jordan Love and the Packers. So I'm taking Packers minus one. I just think it was, you know, against a weak Bears defense, but I think that the Packers will have the edge here. I'm really not a big fan of Ritter, and I do love Bijan Robinson, but overall, I think this is a better Packers team. Number three, I'm going with Bills minus nine and a half over the Raiders. It's the Raiders, and we're talking about quarterbacks and teams that I think can bounce back, and I do believe in Josh Allen. This Bills team is a complete team, and I think they will be upset and learn from their mistakes, make some adjustments, and they can cover this large number. Saints minus three over the Panthers. This one could be sweaty. The Saints defense, I mean, their cornerbacks are so good. Uh, offensively, you got Derek Carr. He looked really solid throwing for over 300 yards. Uh, I just really like what I see from the Saints team. I even think they can win the division. So Saints minus three over the Packers. And tonight, I'm going Eagles minus six against the Vikings. Kirk Cousins in prime time. I also think this is a bounce back spot for the Eagles. This team is really good. I'm not worried about the injuries, at least not yet in this matchup. And I think they can cover this minus six. So we've got a Packers Falcons game where we have uh, contrarian opinions here. Is this a show bet? <sighs> yes. What are we doing? What are we doing? Aaron? How would it be Packers a show Falcons. bet if what? we're going up against each other? Oh, she, he's saying, what are we going to bet? You're going to bet on the yeah. guy's oh. going to make a wage side, side action. Yeah. Oh, well. side you should do it where do? one of your previous bets that both of you have not paid out on, one of them gets wiped <laughs> away, but somebody gets something added. Oh, Ooh, classic double or okay. nothing. Double. Love it. Yeah. A double or nothing deal. Okay. Well, and Joe doesn't have a tag. I love how Ed's does. into show bets when it doesn't involve himself. <laughs> Speaking of unpaid tabs. Uh, yeah. yeah. It does. Yeah. Why don't you yeah. just suggest I get into this again? Okay. That sounds great. <laughs> well, I mean, Packers Falcons, it's, it's a random game. So why not? We have some the fun one point spread. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a good time. Watch that game end in a tie. Oh, that would yeah. be great. How do we do double or nothing since I didn't 
lose. Yeah, I was just about I mean, to say that. Not... Like, what's what's the tab that Joe would have to? <laughs> I think Cake I... is high today. <laughs> I meant like no? Ed gets an extra, or if he wins, he gets it wiped away. I, I'm not in. This. Why does Ed get anything? I'm Whatever. Not, I, you know I what I mean. Play on the game. He's, He's still high. I don't know what you mean. Triple stamping and Basically, double Basically, it just means Whatever. more misery for me. That's what everybody wants. Let's face it. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next are lightning bets right here on the BetQL Network.